everybody to Old Time Rock and Roll, the largest oldies podcast in the world today. Sit back and relax for the next two hours and remember back to a time when music was king and the worst problem we had was getting a date for Saturday night. And now, with Moondog on his shoulder, here's Lee the Well, thank you, Eel Sal. Good welcome, everyone, to another edition of Old Time Rock and Roll. I'm your host, Lee Douglas, as Lee said, and I have to tell you that this is one of the most uh, enjoyable shows I'm going to be doing in a while. This, of course, is our Listener's Choice show. It is through the courtesy of Bruce Stein, who lives in California, and he asked me to kind of reprise uh, the show that I did many, many years ago. This is all brand new now on Phil Spector. Now, regardless of what you feel about Phil Spector, his life and where he is now and all of the problems that he has had over the years, none of this negates the fact that the man was a musical genius way back from 1958 when he began till the day he stopped producing records. Harvey Phillips Spector was born in the Bronx, New York, on December 26, 1939. From the time he was 18, he already became a legend. In 1958, he produced his first song, To Know Him Is To Love Him, with two friends with the Teddy Bears. Smile. 
when that song was produced and hit in 1958, Spectre was a mere 19 years of age. Within two years, he had formed his own record label, Philly, and became the youngest record producer and record label owner in the business. This isn't going to be a biography of Phil's life. This is going to be a celebration of his music. And, you know, as music lovers of the 50s, 60s, you have to understand that Phil is probably the most important record producer in the 1960s, having brought to the front the most incredible group of singers that were on one label. And of course, every single one of them, I would say, except for the Righteous Brothers, everybody, how do you put this? Every single group on that label included a young lady by the name of Darlene Love. That's because her voice was absolutely the best. And we'll go into that and you'll see reasons why as we go on. This is the musical biography of Phil Spector. The first record that he produced after To Know Him Is To Love Him and the Teddy Bears album was by a young man by the name of Ray Peterson. And on November 21st, 1960, Corina Corina became the number nine biggest song in the country. I love Corina. Oh, yeah. 
want you to remember that not every singer that Phil worked with was on his label. He did a lot of outside work and had a lot of great hits for a lot of very, very important people in the record business, as you will see a little later on. About nine months after Corina Corina came out, he produced this song for a young gentleman by the name of Curtis Lee, July 3rd, 1961, number seven, biggest song in the country, Curtis Lee, Pretty Little Angel Eyes. Pretty little angel eyes, pretty little angel eyes, pretty little angel, pretty little angel, pretty little, pretty little, pretty little. Two months later, he produced this song for a young man named Gene Pitney. September 11th, 1961, Every Breath I Take. Darling, 
You can just about hear the beginnings of that famous wall of sound. One month later, the Paris Sisters, also brought together by Spectre, came up with the number five song in the country, I Love How You Love Me. I love how your eyes close whenever you kiss me.
After almost 60 years, that song still is one of the most beautiful ever recorded. In 1961, yet again, in November of that year, Curtis Lee had his second hit, produced by Phil Spector, Under the Moon of Love. Did you know there were really two groups called the Crystals, both under contract to Phil Spector? Now, in 1961, Barbara Alston, Mary Thomas, Dolores Dede Kennebrew, Myrna Gerard, and Patricia Wright formed the Crystals. And they signed with Phil Spector's label, Phillies. Their first hit was There Is No Other Like My Baby. It debuted on the Billboard Hot 100 in November 1961. Now here's where things get a little sticky. For some reason, the Crystals could not keep up with the pace of going from New York to Los Angeles to record, plus doing in-person concerts. So 
Phil Spector, who was indeed a very demanding person, took a group called The Blossoms, which was headlined by a young singer by the name of Darlene Love, and began having that group record as The Crystals at the same time. The first hit, let's go back to the first hit now, There's No Other Like My Baby. It went as high as number 20 for the real original Crystals. There's a story I want you to know About my baby How I love him so days later he went back into the studio to record ray peterson once again with i could have loved you so well Oh 
With his ideas of the wall of sound permanently fixed in his mind, he just could not stop recording. Less than two months after the initial hit of The Crystals, he produced this song, which was written by Brill Building songwriters Cynthia Wheel and Barry Mann. Uptown. He gets up each morning and he goes downtown. Where everyone's his boys and he's lost in an angry land He's a little man But then he comes up Phil's next two recordings were both by the Paris sisters, although recorded just two months shy of each other. 
They both did not do very well, although he knows I love him too much, went up as high as number 34, and let me be the one went only as high as number 87. They would be the last recordings he would do for the Paris sisters. Just like nothing's wrong 
In June of 1962, Phil Spector produced a song, the one and only song for this particular singer. Never for some reason did he produce another one. Nevertheless, Connie Francis had a number seven hit with Secondhand Love. attributed to the crystals it was indeed darling love and the blossoms that recorded the crystals only number one song he's a rebel
one of the biggest groups that was on Philly's records had their first hit on January 12th of 1963, going as high as number eight. It was a song that was actually a well-known song from the 1940s production of the Song of the South by Walt Disney. It was called Zippity Doodah. The singer was Bobby Sox and the Blue Jeans. Who was the Blue Jeans? Well, they were the Blossoms, headed by Darlene Love. The Bobby Sox, though, was the real enigma, as nobody knew who Bobby Sox was and what happened to him after and where he started. Tonight, you're going to find out before we get into zippity doo Bobby Sox was actually a group singer, Bobby Sheen, who started out with a well-known group which would later be splintered off into the coasters. The name of the group was the Robins. Here's Bobby Sheen with the Robins, a quarter to twelve. Tick tock, tick tock, I miss you dear. Tick tock, tick tock, wish you were here. Quarter to twelve. I guess it's pretty unusual when you're signed to two different labels at the same time. But that's what happened with Bobby Sheen. He was recording for Liberty Records at the same time he was recording for Phil Spector on Philly's Records. Somehow he got away with it, and yet none of his single hits were successes, probably because of the backing of Fanita James and Darlene Love. Here's Bobby Sheen. How many nights? How many days? How many nights must I be sad and blue? How many days will I still think of you? It takes a lot 
Again on January 8th, 1963, Bobby Sox and the Blue Jeans, Zippity Doodah.
week later, Spectre produced this one for the Crystals with Darlene Love. Yeah, he's sure the boy I love. Always dreamed the boy I love would come along. And he'd be tall and handsome, rich and strong. Now that boy I love has come to me. But he sure ain't the way I thought he'd be. To this day, I wonder why Spectre didn't give Darlene Love the credit she deserved. It just floored me. I don't understand it. I don't think I ever will. But she is the only one that is still known out of all of the her, of his groups. Darlene Love is still well known today, and that is incredible. Incredible. Now the next song is also was a hit in February of 1963. It was called Puddin' Ask Me Again, and I'll Tell You the Same, by the Alley Cats. Now, who in the world were the Alley Cats? Well, in true Phil Spector fashion, once again, Bobby Sheen did the lead singing. Ask me again, I'll tell you the name. Put it in, put it in, ask me again. 
Once again, the next song, Bobby Sox and the Blue Jeans, March 30th, 1963, number 38, Why Do Lovers Break Each Other's Hearts? Don't have a clue.
it's almost like Spectre just had a marathon recording session saying, I will take you this week. I'll take you today with you and you put, you sing with him. And it went back and forth. Finally, in May of 1963, Phil Spector gave Darlene Love a chance to produce and record her own song under her own name. Ta-da! Today I met the boy I'm going to marry. going to talk here for myself because I don't know about you folks out there. How stupid were we? I never put the songs of the Crystals or Bobby Sox and I even though this as I'm listening now I can tell Darlene's voice and I can tell Bobby's voice and it never occurred to me that they were all basically the same group of singers. The only group that was different that worked were were uh, under the Phillies label were the Ronettes. We'll hear from them in a little while. But in the moon, meantime, my God, 
Why could we not put two and two together? I guess that's being a teenager. Who knows? Anyway, next song, The Crystals once again. Do Run Run. Socks and the Blue Jeans one more time. Did you remember they had this many hits? This one only went to number 63. I loved it. Not too young to get married. My mama said I can't see you no more Cause we don't know what love really means She says we can't get married for three years or more Cause we're only in our teens Oh no, we're not too young, young to get married Not too young, young to get married What kind of difference can a two years make? I gotta have you now or my heart will break Not too young, young to get married Not too young, young to get married I couldn't love you more than Oh, <laughs> 
on August 17th of 1963, once again, the crystals, and then he kissed me. Once again, Darlene Love and the Blossoms. said must have been done pretty much at the same time uh, because certainly having the orchestra for week after week would be a lot so Darlene Love must have worked some hard hours because she had another hit wait till my Bobby gets home September 7 1963 went all the way up to number 26 Baby 
finally, Darlene Love had a rest. And Ronnie Spector and the Ronettes debuted their first recording, which went all the way to number two. The Ronettes, Be My Baby. In 1963, Spectre married Annette Merar, who was the lead vocalist of the Spectre's Three, a 1960s pop trio he formed, but never had a hit. And it, almost simultaneously, he started an affair with Veronica Bennett, who would soon be, in 1968, his second wife. The Ronettes, Baby, I Love You.
Once again, Darlene Love, a fine, fine boy. Big hits from the Ronettes, Do I Love You, and Walking in the Rain.
at this juncture of time, we, <clears throat> we're in the middle of 1964, something happened. Of course, we know what it was. It was the Beatles, and the whole music business changed. And from then on, it seems that the Crystals and the Ronettes and, the, and Bobby Sox and the Blue Jeans were all a thing of the past. All of a sudden, the biggest performers were not on the Phillies label, but Phil Spector was still producing records. He had four in a row, four big hits that he did for the Righteous Brothers. I'm going to play them all for you, one after the other. You've lost that love and feeling just once in my life. Unchained Melody and Ebb Tide. There's a lot of things I want, a lot of things that I'd like to be. But girl, I don't foresee a rags to riches story for me. There's just one little dream I've got to make.
There's no tenderness like grief in your fingertips. You're trying hard not to show it. But baby, baby, I know it. You lost and love and feeling. Oh, that love and feeling. You lost and love and feeling. Now it's gone, gone, gone. Oh, now there's no welcome look in your eyes when I reach.
is very still once more so I'll rush to your side like the arms come and also produced songs for a group called the Checkmates Limited. They had a couple of hits in 1969, uh, Black Pearl and a remake of Proud Mary. Now, how can you beat Ike and Tina Turner's Proud Mary? But here they are.
you know, here things get really sticky because I guess Phil Spector could be considered the Vince McMahon of music, and he had one way, and the performers, they may have had another way. The same as it was for Ike and Tina Turner with the one song that he produced for them, River Deep, Mountain High.
hope you will excuse me because normally you know I keep out of playing music in the last couple of years that are in the 1970s. But I've got to play these. I think they fit. And because they're the Beatles, I guess that you may not uh, complain about it. But they are all, although, again, there has been some controversy here as whether, from the Beatles' end, that they actually released the Spectre version. I don't know what the deal was with Spectre and the Beatles. I don't think they liked each other after this, and things happened. But anyway, it has listed these songs as being produced by Phil Spector. So here we go. Let's let's get started. The Long and Winding Road. The Long and Winding Road That leads to your door Will never disappear I've seen that road before It always leads me here Lead me to
George Harrison, My Sweet Lord.
Phil Spector's life was anything but normal. He was, it seemed, disturbed all of his life. He was that kind of personality. And unfortunately, that personality manifested itself almost, I guess, 13 years ago when he shot and killed a young actress. He has been in jail now for 10 years. He's 80 years old. Most likely, he will never get out. That's the way things go in this business called show business. You never know what's going to happen. For everybody here at Old Time Rock and Roll, Moondog on my shoulder, Yogi the Wonder Dog in my heart, this is Lee Douglas. I'm going to close with Spectre's most famous, I guess, creation, and that is the production number for John Lennon's Imagine. Good night, everybody. That is a wrap. say